All right, now I'm recording. Two. Wonderful. We're going live. All right. Oh, only only eight minutes late. Only eight minutes late, but that's okay. <laughs> that is okay. Here we go. Got the theme tune. I've even got the theme tune ready. That's how ready I am. Here we oh, go. that's very good. Yes, hello and welcome to the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's the only podcast on earth that is a complete shit show. I am Turch and with me is my co-host, the CEO of the number one podcast, the man that is always unfashionably late, <laughs> but also my uh, uh, beer score matching buddy, it's Kieran. Thank How you. How are you Thank today? Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, two things, Turch, that you need to learn about a CEO is a CEO will always turn up to a meeting late, and it's a power play. It's a power play. Oops, it's this a power a, play. This isn't a meeting. This is a um, because not the CEO is. <laughs> we're doing the CEO a- is always a very a very busy person. I could tell. Who- <laughs> I, you know what? It's hey, fine. By you the way, be busy. You just have to be on time mm-hmm. for our loyal, loving viewers. That's that's the important people in this equation. Oh, that is that is the important people, and uh, that's why we have a margin of error. Now, Church, it's very it, it, very exciting uh, that we went beer tasting last week. Well, I was going to say, first we should uh, we should say why we aren't in the same room, despite the fact that COVID restrictions <laughs> are over. Uh, Kieran, does- hang on. I'll tell the story because I feel like you're going to warp the truth. I'm not going to warp anything. I'm just going to say exactly <laughs> what happened. Yes. Yesterday we decided, no, we were all too tired. And I said, come over the Tuesday. Well, I had a bunch of stuff to do on Monday. So come over Tuesday. All good. And then I get a message at 7.45. We were meant to uh, yes. start off here at 8.30. We are going to start. Oh, oh, well, I said I was going to be there at house You at said eight. you were going to be there at 8. And at I could have still made it for the 8. I could have made it for the 8.30. And at 7.45, I get a message <laughs> saying, hey, I just finished personal training. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want me to come over or do you want me to just go uh, on uh, on Zoom here or whatever it is? And I'm like, hey, look, let's just chill. Let's just do a, a nice, comfortable meeting like we've done like this before. All good. And then... Despite all that, I thought, great, we, I can settle this up. I can, I can message out. So on Facebook, on Twitter, I've messaged people out to make sure that people know that we're, that we're live. You know, I put it in everyone's diary just in case any of the other podcast mates want to jump on with us. I think Kebmo was trying to message me before, and I've just missed his message. And then Kebmo, hello. And then uh, you've you've come late. Despite the fact I did all this work to organise things, but that's okay. You're here now, and that is we're, we're here. The important part. We're we're here, and and we're we're you know doing doing the podcast, which is which is great. Now, Turch, before you rudely interrupted me, and I think I've told you about you know we we, we don't admit to guilt on this podcast. That's right. So we I never, never I never interrupted you. Yeah, that very good. <laughs> well done. I don't interrupt. I, I just would... cut you off. That's a di- very clear difference. <laughs> <laughs> Some say that you know how to manage me. 
Um, I listened to Alex Jones on Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh. Fuck me, that is just brilliant. <laughs> I, I now I understand why you like Alex Jones he because is, I was just he's like, he's the madman of podcasting. <laughs> I don't know how he does it, but every time I watch him, he gets more and more insane. I actually think this one was let was more subdued than the mm-hmm. previous mm-hmm. one, the one he did with um, uh, Joey Diaz and and Joe Rogan. That was insane. That was like a three and a half hour, like a four hour, four and a half hour marathon. And he got- I've got to go so, back and listen to that. That's that's the one to listen to. The one with Joey Diaz and Joe Rogan and, and uh, Alex Jones. That's definitely the one. That's the winner one for me anyway. Hmm. But anyway, we, we did a beer tasting. We did. We did a beer tasting last week. And we did it separately and we scored the beers separately. And I was very impressed that you young grasshopper- were able to score. We were we were apart from one. We were we were exactly the same, and the one that we were different point five. Yeah, it was very of a difference. difference. I think that the, the like when thinking back at the scoring, while we liked like the um, what do you call it the the darker beers because the day mm-hmm. was so so fresh and so like it was a mm-hmm. light relaxing day. It was daytime. It was like afternoon. We mm. would got we, the lighter beers got the higher scores, so I think we need to do this. Yes, they. I need we need no, to do this the, test again. The, we, we, we do. We do time. need to do the test again, and I think what we should do is we should select some beers. You select some beers. I select some beers. Yeah, and we do a blind tasting together. Blind, well, we could do it at Phillip Island. It's very easy. Right, and if our podcast viewers want to do it with us, we'll tell you what beers to get. And taste taste with us, uh, and and I think it will be a very good a very good scientific experiment. Or maybe we can get a whole bunch of other podcasters on, and we can do that. We can have a big drink off. That'd be pretty fun. That sounds that sounds the drink off, the drink off special. The drink off special. That that'll be coming up. That's something I've got to really, I'm going to work on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to schedule everybody in for that one there with all the the various time zones that we have. Uh, across the world. No, oh, we can do it at two AM. It doesn't bother me. Now, Church, I have a rant. Go for it, buddy, because I've got some stuff I'm I... get off my chest too. <laughs> I have a rant. I um, let let me put it this way, Church. If I was to help you move house, yeah, right, would you? Buy me a lunch to help you in the middle of the movie. I think, yeah, I, 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 I hate asking people. Like, you no, know, I didn't ask anyone to move in here, but I didn't really have much to bring mm-hmm. over. I just did it myself. But if, if I got a bunch of blokes to come over and help me move, I absolutely would be like, yep, I'm putting on some pizza. I've got an esky full mm-hmm. of beers. Uh, you know, maybe a bottle of whiskey would come out. You know, once we move the yeah. whiskey into the house. It's mm-hmm. all. Uh, it's that's it. We're done. done. You're done. Everything else can can matter. Well, okay. Let, let me let me paint the picture. I helped my sister move her house, and it was it was very good. I was, I was her partner's name is Bart. Mm-hmm. Um, also rhymes with fart, mm-hmm. which is Yoked. you know my two year old two year old brain is like this. That is hilarious. <laughs> Bart, dart, and sart, eart. <laughs> and it was fantastic because my sister was nowhere in sight. Yeah. Right. And my father was also nowhere in sight. <laughs> it was the most, it was the most peaceful 
move ever. Now, Bart was being, because my sister was working, so Bart was being micromanaged via text. How many boxes have you moved? Um, you know, you have you must have done three trips by van, now. Did you have a van or a truck or what? Did you have something like that to move everything? Well, this was the trailer day. The truck was coming, but the right. because they've sort of lived together, but they've lived, they had separate stuff at different places. So anyway, so this was just stuff going in the trailer. Ten minute trip down the road. Yeah. Okay. Right. Simple. Now we had done one one move. That's good. And then it was about lunchtime, so we didn't start till about eleven. Right. That's fair. Uh, maybe 11, you know, after a bit of chit chat. Anyway, so that was fine, and then it was lunchtime, and, and he bought me lunch, and that was fine. It was perfect. perfect. It was great, wonderful. No, no issue there. My sister turns up at two o'clock. Yeah. And starts barking orders. Yeah, that's that's women. <laughs> it, the trick is now I turn just around like I do to with her. you, Kieran. I just one interrupt <laughs> them and two ignore them. That's that's a very simple thing to trick with women. And uh, and I turn around to her and go, we've had a very peaceful day today. <laughs> we've had a very peaceful day. This is what I like to call poking I... the beehive. <laughs> this is and you said... with a giant stick going, hey, bees, don't annoy us, please. <laughs> That's what you've just done. And you know, poking and the I bear said, we've... too. And I've said, we've been very successful. We've had a calm day. We've been able to move furniture. And... No one has been telling us how to do it. We have managed to do quite a number of trips without being told by you mm. or anyone else how to do it. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to bark orders, I'm leaving. The, the only thing is, now, my before, sis- she, before my we sister on, did- was she doing any heavy lifting? No, because she actually doing, sprained her ankle. Were you doing uh, any heavy lifting? We were in the process of heavy lifting and she said use a trolley. Which we had thought about using the trolley, but then the the mechanics of this piece of furniture we were moving, we didn't need to. Use, it was easy to just pick it up and put it on that's the trolley. That's fine. I'm just saying. What, what right. I'm getting at more than anything else is: were you doing actual manual labor, or and she was? Uh, or you were not I, doing manual labor, and she was, and that's why she was. <laughs> I think the, these little minute details are the important part. Because if you're just bring true, in, I, like, I, oh, I'm going to bring in the box of towels or tea towels, <laughs> I would also be yelling at you to say, mate, you are a big, strong man. I know you've been doing personal training. That's why you came late to the show. Uh, you should probably... I'm not going to lie. We, I did get bogged down in chit-chat. Yeah. Um, and then also didn't take my phone with me and then was like, <laughs> oh, shit. Shit, 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 shit. Running late. Yeah story of my life but the point this is now i'm not at the rant point yet so anyway she's barking orders and i've told her to to bugger off right we've been doing this without her just fine yeah three three thirty comes comes by now now my my mum has been roped in and is cleaning the old house because it was a rental yep. you know because it's got to be ship shaped and she's been I cleaning understand. it and we get we get back and it's about three thirty, and i go to my sister Where's the platter? Sweet. No, you just had lunch, buddy. No, lunch was at twelve. Yeah. So I, I go. Well, where's, where's, where's the, where's the afternoon tea? Where's the platter? Why is there no platter? Because she was. I mean, shit. I, I have come over here, giving up <laughs> my time, my valuable time to help you move. Mum's helped her, is helping clean the bathroom, which is, you know, keep me away from that. Where is the platter? That's what I wanted to know. 
It's- I said you could. I told her you could go up to the shop and, and get some platter stuff. I thought very disrespectful that there was no afternoon tea platter. Did you, I think they bought you lunch? What did you have for lunch? Oh, I had grilled. Oh, that's that's a, it's a good meal. You know they may have to pay their workers, but they make a good burger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, slave labor built the pyramid, so you know it's it's a, it's a trade off for what you can get for how much you invest. But um, I think you know they've got your lunch. Dinner's probably the next thing. A cup of coffee, cup of tea, maybe water, a couple of bickies, maybe if you're good. Were you expecting like a full charcuterie board at three o'clock? I I was expecting some kind of sandwiches, maybe chips, cut nah. up apple, nah. bananas. You know, where is the platter? That's what I want to know. They were busy moving house. No, she like- wasn't busy. She was not busy moving. <laughs> she was not. What do you mean? What she had she the job doing? that I wanted to do, which was to do nothing. But it's her house. That you they, look. They 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 swindled you. You got swindled. See, sometimes you've got to come mm-hmm. to the guy who is the finance person that understands how to swindle people. And what happened to you? <laughs> out of all this experience you've had with your entrepreneurship and understanding psychology, this and that, the one thing you haven't learned, and that's what you should be learning from me, Kieran, the younger, mm-hmm. swindlier mm-hmm. type character, <laughs> is how to be. Yeah. It's how to understand when you, the person that is Kieran, has been swindled. And in this case here, you have been swindled. You know, you couldn't weasel your way out of it like the weasel, but you did definitely get a swindled. And I'm very happy that you did, but I'm also disappointed. And that is the best mood I can be in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying that there should have been some kind of afternoon tea. And the fact that there was no (laughs) afternoon tea, it was very disappointing. Uh, I'm... Look, you know what? You can come over on the weekend. It is my birthday this weekend. Very exciting. I do know that. Uh, I and do I do that. have a story about that. We're coming up for the rant. But uh, and, come and over and have some whiskey with me and there will be at least two types of cake. And I think that's I'm pretty good. That's pretty sorted. That's pretty sorted for it's you. Fucking, it absolutely is. It's bloody brilliant. Well, do you want to hear, do you want to hear uh, my rant? Uh, absolutely. Are you ready for this? So... You know, we do the grocery shop on the Sunday, get everything ready for the week. And I'm like, you know what? It's my birthday coming up. I want to have beers in the fridge for the week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. go to the bottle Easy. That I'm on, it's on the way through to the shopping shopping center. Quick dip into Liquorland and have a good time buying some beer. I go in there and the shop's already pretty busy. You know, all good. No worries at all. But a guy in front of me is in a tr- has a trolley. He's pushing the trolley around with his other friend. I'm like, that's okay. I understand. You know, the trolley's a little bit full, but you could probably fit two slabs of beer in there. You know, mm. where you bring the trolley, oh, too many. Ah, just carry it and put a trolley. Easy. Anyway, they get in front of, you know, liquor land's usually smaller. Like, the, uh, uh, sorry, a bottle-o for Americans is where they sell alcohol in Australia. Bottle-o. Anyway, in front of the beer fridge, the cool beer fridge, I figure I'll get the cool one because that way I can put it straight into the car, straight into the fridge at home, and by you know by dinner I can already have it an early birthday beer. Mm. In front of the beer fridge, they we're all walking towards, and a gentleman walks out with a slab of beer, and a kind bloke leaves the door open for us. 
I'm like, how good's this? He's, he's already he's got a slab of beer in hand, and he's still opening the door. What a gentleman! And I see there's two guys with the trolley about to walk in, and I thought I'll just follow mm-hmm. them in, easy. And then they stop, in not only in front of the door but blocking the guy with the slab of beer. So he's now stuck holding the door, can't move, and they've blocked the door so I can't even get in. <laughs> <laughs> to the the beer fridge, and this is when I was like, "Fuck it!" I said, "Sorry, fellas, get the, get out. You're gonna get out of the way. You've got to move." And they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, sorry." And they finally moved out of the way, and the guy's just like, "Thank you." He's holding a slab of beer. Anyway, I, that was part one. Part this is part two. I get my slab part of beer. Two. I get, oh, the third part okay. as well. I get my slab of beer now. I I and I know this this slab of beer, right? Because you're you're so small. Is probably the equivalent of me trying to hold a hundred kilos. Oh yeah, it's it's a massive slab of yeah. beer. It's the biggest mm, slab of beer mm. you can buy for your birthday. Mountain mm. goat. I mean, if you if you turn it vertically, it's the same size as you. It, it basically is, and you know that's yeah. because they lay each can on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, I get my slab of beer, mountain goat. It's on special, down from sixty-five to fifty. Can't go wrong for a slab of mountain goat. Mm-hmm. Pull it out, mm-hmm. waiting in line, easy. And the woman goes uh, in front of me, goes, hey, I would like these two bottles of vodka, Mishka vodka. I don't know if you know anything mm-hmm. about Mishka vodka, but it is... Nothing. It is the, the bottom. <laughs> like this. Okay. It's the worst, like cheapest maybe. So it's 30. not premium. We're talking, we're talking it's like yellow or pink. It, no, no, it's it's clear, we're, but... Goon, but it is, we're talking about goon. But it is like... No, no, but yellow... You, Yellow and pink, aren't, isn't that like the cheapo champagne That's or champagne, yeah. It's just, sorry, sorry. That, I done, yes. It is the, the goon level of wine to the, yeah. you know, Smirnoff or like a Grey Goose to its, you know. Yeah. Mishka. Terrible. Very yeah, harsh. Wouldn't drink it. it. Only if I'm super drunk. And even then I'd probably throw up at that stage of, at that stage of, of the game. Drinking, yeah, yeah. And the lady goes, I want two bottles. I'm like, oh, she's having a great night. <laughs> The woman <coughs> behind the counter has to go mm. unlock the cabinet because now they've blocked everything off for COVID and stuff. Pulls the mm. two bottles down, brings it to the the um the counter, and the woman behind the counter goes, just to let you know, they're both the same bottle. They're both Mishkas, but this is the older version of the bottle, and this is the new one. I just pulled one out of the new, you know, box that we got. And you, for you, you'd be like, oh, yeah, just a different label. Same. Who cares? Mm. All good. Mm. And the lady was just like, oh, oh, I guess that's okay. I'm like, lady, what the hell are you? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm standing there with a slab of beer. And she's complaining mm-hmm. that the bottles don't look the same. Like, how... in, in three shots of that, you're not going to know the fucking difference. <laughs> <laughs> and you're here complaining to this lady who's obviously being, you know, being annoyed. By the by the you know by this whole situation. Anyway, Fuck me. she finally, why why would any why would anyone want to work in customer service? I don't know. I know. So Jess was wait waiting in the shop for me, and she was like, "Do you want the trolley for the side of the beer?" And I go, "No, that's all right. You just wait out the front because it was getting busy in there. You might as well just stay out there." All good. So she pushed the trolley out, and then she tells me this part of the story. So while I was waiting in line, I saw it happening. She went to walk out of the shop, mm-hmm. and as she's walking out with the trolley. A gentleman in one of those electric scooter cars, you know. You mean like a gopher? 
Well, uh, yeah, I guess so. But like, what? Either old yep. people drive them, or really fat people drive, like the rascals. Yeah. Do you know I used to drive my uh, grandmother's one around the nursing village, mm. and it had two speeds. It had turtle and rabbit. <laughs> That's great. That's great. No, I'm not kidding. And rabbit was still pretty slow. Oh yeah. Well, anyway, this and, gentleman, and I'm not and I'm ge- not kidding. This gentleman I, was I caused rabbiting. a lot of a lot of uh, mischief at that that retirement village because <laughs> I would drive around that and people, oh, you would hear like, "That's Jane Thorpe's girlfriend. Who is that young man riding that?" Yeah, you know what's great about that? You were only you were like 23, 24 you when you were doing it. it was- <laughs> <laughs> I was 18, so, thank like you. Said, yeah, there you go. Uh, do you have the same amount of skill driving go-karts as you do getting on and off, um, <laughs> off <laughs> of golf buggies? Is it the same type of experience across the board? Because if it is, then I definitely want to see you ride a rascal when you're older. Nonetheless, this old gentleman was driving into the bottle with one of those things and mm-hmm. cut... Now, the bottle the bottle doesn't have a lot of room for these. Say that again, sorry? These go they don't have a lot of room for these gophers. No, that's right. So, so you Jess just was, sort of so Jess you just was sort of getting out. Drive in. Yeah. So Jess yeah. was getting out of the shop. Like that's what you do. It's like a train. Like, you know, you wait for the people to yeah. come on. You off, let the people get out. And that's it. And then you go in. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You know? Jess was trying to get out and this guy stopped in front of Jess, like about this far away. Like, you know, a couple of inches away. And Jess was just like, What am I supposed to do? I can't get out unless you move. And he went, Oh, and reversed mm. his rascal and got angry at Jess. <laughs> so this in this well, span in this span of five minutes or ten minutes, however <laughs> we long at the bottle though, three things and all related to lack of uh, situational awareness and etiquette, which is blatantly crossed out. So I think COVID with this whole thing, the one of the worst things it's done is shown people that they don't know how to act in public. Mm. And I, 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 I don't understand. How do you lose so much of your mental capacity of people interaction skills in such a short period of time when you were technically still allowed to go out and pick up alcohol? It's um, it, it, it is, it is quite disappointing. But, uh, I, but, but the good news is you're, you're in the right. The good, mm. news, thank, you, thank you. The good news is that, well, that's what my rant is. Like all that sort of stuff. Very, very frustrating. But See, the good I want to know. News is, the good news mm. is, finally, after all this time, my COVID mask has arrived. Oh, congratulations! You That's can, it. You can leave the house. I can leave the house. I'm going I'm to show you. I'm very proud of it. Very proud mm-hmm. of it. Very proud of my COVID mm-hmm. mask here. Here we go. Okay, so we are. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this is actually legal. To wear this one, but um, well, you got holes in the nose. I do know that um, it is a mask, and it is, and it is covering my face, and it is difficult to see. I'll give you that. Church, you look ten times better. I, I wear that at your wedding. It's a fucking sauna in here, though. Um, yeah, this one here will definitely be coming to Phillip Island uh, for someone to scare someone while they're sleeping. <laughs> But I'm very glad. I, look, I don't know if this is uh, uh, the type of mask Daddy Dan wants us to wear. Yeah. 
but uh, hey, look, it's a mask. It is a mask. You you can wear it all you want. Uh, now, Tish, I want to know. I, I I I'm I'm getting a little bit older, right? Mm-hmm. And I and I want to know how much I'm allowed to complain. Uh, as much as you want on this uh, show, buddy boy. <laughs> a couple of times I've ordered over the past, let's say, lockdown, uh, mm-hmm. Uber Eats, and I've ordered McDonald's, and, and it generally involves maybe a drink or a meal or something like that. Now I'm getting very annoyed because I keep forgetting to put the straw in. And I've now started to complain to Uber. You know what's great? You haven't even described what the mask looks like for audio uh, for audio only. <laughs> Can you just leave it on. I'll get there. You've said that it is very, very hot in there, so I just want you to suffer a little That's bit more. That's fine. You know what's great about yeah. this? It does have a mouth hole. So. Oh, you can drink. Mm. Oh, that's very good. Look to our to our uh, to our audio only listeners. Uh, let me describe the mask to you. Um, Look, to, he has some eyes. Toys or show them what sex is in the back of a van. <laughs> hey, Turch looks Turch looks like one of those bonsai giraffes. That's what church looks like. You know what uh, I've, got some... I've had this for a while, but it was at my parents' yeah, just... house, right? Yeah. And my my, parents, my mom brings it down because you're like, I found this in your room behind a bunch of shit she moved around. Do you still want it? Mm. And I'm like, absolutely, because all I'm going to do is scare <laughs> Dweezil with it. What? Wait, how old were you when you got this mask? <laughs> uh, but, uh, this was only about two years ago. Because okay. <laughs> I'll tell you why. This is the year that Jess and I bought the house. Wait, do you still have a room at your parents' house? Well, it it just, you know, it's still... Mum just calls it my room. Yeah. She's Did like, she oh, do a tidy? Or, or is she still secretly hoping that you're going to move back in? Yeah, I think it's the, the second one. Yeah. Um, But yeah, she just dumps shit in there. You know how it is. Oh, it's the dumping uh, I was room. Say, yeah, but Jess and I, the year we bought the house, um, mm. yeah, Jess and I were just like, oh, we'll just buy each other like $10 cheap crappy gifts. So at least we've got something to open on Christmas Day. Yeah. And I bought Jess the, uh, what's it called, the little, the pendulum swinging drinking bird. Yeah. And I got this. Which is a great bird. <laughs> So, for me, that oh, was well probably the most successful Christmas exchange in the history of Christmas exchanges. That's a very good, it's a very good, I'm uh, it well off done, now, Jess. I feel like I'm going to die of sweat. Woo! <laughs> Fucking hell. Hey, I, I, I once got someone an ice cream scoop for, you know, those really <laughs> crappy Christmas gifts. Mm. And and they, they bloody yelled at me for getting them an ice cream scoop. And I was like, but it's meant to be a crappy gift. At least you can use the ice yeah, cream that's right. scoop. I was thinking in practical terms. My my dad did a we do we do a crappy. I'll get you an ice cream scoop oh, for I mean, Christmas. I mean, well, we do a crappy <laughs> Christmas gift as well every Christmas with one with my dad's side. And one year, um, my dad's like, "Oh, I know which one I'm going to take. I'm going to take that one there." It was like a round thing. It was a bit soft, you know. And dad goes, "I bet you that's a pack of pasta. I bet you it's a pack of spaghetti." 
How can you go wrong? I'm going to pick up the pack of spaghetti. No worries at all. <laughs> anyway, so excited. It was his turn. He picked up the thing. He unwrapped it and it was a rolling pin in like a soft like plastic yeah. packaging. And my mum just put her hands like this on her face and goes, I bought that one. That was the gift you put in. <laughs> Into the pile of things. So my mum bought it on dad's behalf, put it in there, thinking, yeah, all good. And dad's like, fucking pack of spaghetti. <laughs> Me, the Italiano, that's what I'm taking. Fantastic. And then the year after that, we did it at my... And your mum's probably thinking, thinking, oh, you know, my nephew's there, he's moved out, he probably doesn't have a rolling pin. Yeah. I'll put in a rolling pin, <laughs> you know? Good, that'll be good. Or someone will swap it around all good. And then a year after that, we had to buy a $5 gift, but it had to be starting with the letter of your first name. So, you know, being Anthony, I bought $5 worth of anchovies and Jess Mm -hmm. bought $5 worth of jelly. Pretty funny. Like, you know, something tangible, uh, usable, I guess. Anyway, (laughs) Uh, but you could also swap the gifts. Like, it's like the secret sanders where you can, like, you pick one off the table and if you, but if you like, you're the one that goes next. You could steal. You, you could, could steal. Do the steal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could steal. Anyway, my dad's brother got it, and he's like, "Oh, anchovies, disgusting!" And my 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 other uncle, who went two shots after him, took the anchovies off my uncle because <laughs> he's like, "I love anchovies. This is great." <laughs> and then my dad goes, "No, no, no!" and takes the anchovies. Off my uncle. So this anchovy had been moved around twice. And then Dad goes, <laughs> look at this, Anthony. I got the anchovies. I go, Dad, I, I bought those. <laughs> Your dad seems to be very good at, at getting gifts that you guys like. You guys buy. It's great. I, I, look, I love my dad, yeah. but he's, he's an absolute fool after about eight beers. And nothing was funnier than watching my dad, who had drank about 12 beers in three hours. Uh, playing mm. beer pong with oh. my little cousin who's like 18 and she's like playing beer pong probably. so she's playing beer pong throwing the balls and only drinking when you know the ball goes to the cup and my dad throwing a beer pong and going huh <laughs> <sighs> mental note putting beer pong down for bucks night oh yeah we can do a beer bit of that. pong no 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 you get no say in any of this <laughs> my dad will love it because he just will drink because he's got a beer in his hand and he's like, oh, I'm going to drink this too. Can't go wrong. Oh, no. Oh, bloody, <laughs> bloody brilliant. I've got another rant. You want to hear something fun? I'm going to rant yeah, about right? Chubby Checker. <laughs> chubby, you know who chubby Checker is? Okay. He's like this guy who's had a music career for like 60 years, like 70 years or something. So mm-hmm. Since the 1960s. He's still alive. He's still doing stuff. And he's the song that he's most famous for. Oh, apparently, according to Wikipedia, he was widely known for popularizing the dance style, popular dance styles in the sixties and seventies, right? And he's most famous for the the twist, the dance, the twist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. He yeah. Wrote I know the, the song. guy. In, so in yeah. June nineteen sixty, he released a song called "The Twist." Come, let's twist. Uh, uh, you know, the song "The Twist." Oh, come on, sing it. Sing uh, it for us, Church. Come on, baby, let's, let's do the twist. You know, with that sort of vote. And great. And everyone loved it. All good. I'm like, yeah, it's a good song. All good. I understand. And then he didn't really have any other hits for a while, mm. despite releasing a bunch. 
And then in 1961, June 1961, basically to the day, he released another song and went, fuck it, I need to get popular again. What did he release? Let's twist again! Like we did a lot! So this guy is not only a one hit <laughs> Yeah, but it's like Hollywood. Repeat the formula <laughs> yeah. if it's successful. It's super successful. And then he's like, fuck it. I can't, I can't. In two, in, and again, and no other hits. And then October ni- 1962, he released another song. And I'm like, great. And he's like, I can't do, I can't do, uh, let's do the twist the third time. You know, there'd be no mm-hmm. way I'd get away with that. So what does he release? Yeah. Do you know the Limbo song? He thinks himself, I could just record that. And he does. He records one verse and sings it three times. And that's the song. And that is meant to be Disguises. one of the... Pro- you know. So basically, he did the twist, twist again, and the limbo. Uh-huh. Do you know what this man is? He is the 1960s version of Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what just happened. What's Soldier Boy up to? Is, is Soldier okay. Boy released something again? Okay, Soldier Boy is great because he's had, you know, like, you know, he had... Um, uh, so- the Superman, that horror, great song. One of the greatest songs ever. Um, and a few other things. Then that's a very decide- big claim. One of the greatest songs ever. It's a great dance song. Gets me up every time. It's it's awesome. It's got a great mm. dance. Um, I highly recommend it. Then recently, or the last two years or so, he decided he's going to become an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And what he's going to do is, is he's going to make his own video game console. Ooh. Okay. Okay. He's so going to get eaten alive. So what? Yeah. Well, so what he did was, he bought from China video game in units that just have emulators on them, mm-hmm. and con- was putting it up on his website saying, "Hey, my video game console has two hundred and fifty, three hundred games, and it'll play games like Mario. It'll play games like." Pokemon. It'll play all these <laughs> games. Like- <laughs> and all he did was grab, grab an existing product off Amazon, which was like $40 American, and selling it on his website for like $300 at 50% off on, on launch day. And then he released uh, a handheld version, and it's basically like a Game Boy, and he didn't call it the Soldier Boy. <laughs> He didn't. He didn't. Ah, oh, wasted. wasted. Anyway, opportunity. A month down the line, Nintendo sent him a cease and desist because <laughs> <laughs> it's illegal. Uh, now I think he's actually went to prison for a bit because of all these copyrighty type things. So that's what Soldier Boy is doing now. Well, good for him. Yeah, I mean, you've got to you've got to try these things, I guess. Oh, you got to and. It just sounded like that was all of Nintendo. Yeah, well, Nintendo is really, really particular about their IP, which makes sense. I mean, they've got some of the biggest franchise yeah. video gaming and, you know, well, video gaming and even television franchise in the world with, you know, Mario, Link, uh, all the Pokemon stuff. I mean, that's, that's some of the biggest parts of entertainment. And Rainbow Road. Rainbow Road, Mario Kart, buddy boy. It's a big yeah, one. Yeah, Rainbow Road. I still love the Nintendo 64. See, I was a PlayStation kid. Uh, well, are you getting a PS5? No, no. I, I wouldn't, 
the the whole fun of PlayStation for me was getting mates. Uh, you're a PlayStation Slim. I'm just not a PlayStation. I'm just not a video game player any anymore. Uh, look, the games for me were all about the sitting in a room with your mates. Everyone grabs controllers. You're playing like a two play game, like Tekken, or you're playing uh, Gran Turismo, or you're playing Mar- uh, Crash Team Racing, or on the Nintendo side, Golden you're playing Eye. Golden Eye, yeah, or you know uh, Mario Kart or whatever it is. Just playing games together, having fun. And I think these newer consoles, they're really focused on either the online experience where you're not really playing with people you know you just sort of chucked into a game or you're playing by yourself and i can't be i just don't have the patience anymore to well well, video games you've always had to play by yourself yeah but i don't know there was some sort of uh some sort of charm to them when i could think when you were a Mm. kid you know it's an exciting world that you're entering and the games were fun Whereas now, like, I don't want to play Grand Theft Auto and play the story. Like, who, like, you know, who wants to play the story missions of Grand Theft Auto or Dead, you know, or, like, I've played Fallout 3, and, like, back in the day, and I played it for, like, you know, two, three hours, and I just couldn't, couldn't get into it anymore. Even, like, I played Grand, like, when what, the PlayStation What about 3. Counter-Strike? Yeah, see, I would love to do that, but playing with people I know, like, I have even uh, Unreal Tournament. I picked it up on, on Steam for a bit of fun. And I thought, yeah, this yeah. would be great. I'll play this, you know. Uh, I, I can't get over that people actually had to bring their computers. Like, I'd come to your house yeah. and actually bring my computer and monitor. And then would Ethernet it, Ethernet connect. <laughs> well, that was just because of the lag of, of the internet back in the day. You know, yeah. it's a lot easier to do Oh, that that's thing. just but that's just. But that's I think that crazy. camaraderie is just something, you know. Uh, look, I would rather you fellas all come over and we play... Even Cards Against Humanity, you know I, I'm sick of that game. But games like uh, Telestrations or even Werewolf all together. Yeah, tele- Telestrations, I love Telestrations. Because I'm a terrible drawer. Yeah, that's I the fun draw. of it. It's the fun <laughs> but even like when we were playing... Which the- makes the game even better. Oh, well, even because when- then the next person has to guess my drawing. Yeah. <laughs> but even like the Jackbox set of games, like we were playing them online, it was fun. But, like, when we're all together and we can banter off each other in the room and read, it's just a different experience that you don't you don't mm. get with, you know, playing by yourself or even playing with another person or or anything like that. But I think the move to, like, having board games on a, on a console, like, I would be really interested into doing something like that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind buying, like, a Nintendo Wii or something. And Yeah. And I, I'm going to challenge you to a game of chess. A chess? Phillip Island. All right. Phillip Island. Bring it. Bring a chess. Uh, we're going to do. We're going to do a game of chess, and I think we need to put a wager on it. I'm not that great at chess, but I'll, I'll put up. Neither a, am I. I'll put, I'll, put a, I'll put twenty bucks. That's a good wager. Twenty bucks, deal. Deal. Because I figured my chess level, I'm at about a grade four. Yeah, I would say because my nephew, who's in grade four, can beat me. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. So you know, as long as you're not, as long as you're not above grade four, we're fine. I might actually win a challenge for you once. Might actually win the challenge for once. Well, <laughs> you know, we will put a wager twenty bucks. Twenty bucks is a good wager. It's a, you know, it's a good little. Uh, that's a that's a six yeah, pack that's, of beer. That's, 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 How about we do not, that? That's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. No, but I think, but I think we've got to make. I think we've got to make. I think we've got to make it interesting, though. Right. Um. We've got to have rules like we've got to drink every five minutes. Okay. Sure. 
you know, you know, like as the game goes on, we've got to get drunker and drunker and drunker. Start off with a shot, and then drink every, drink a beer every, you know, drink some beer every five minutes or so. Yeah, that sounds good to me. That sounds that sounds perfect. Now, since your birthday's coming up, it is um, a Saturday, I believe. It's a Sunday, twenty second. Sunday, twenty second, twenty first. Wow, damn you, Jess. <laughs> just checked on her Facebook or just messaged me. <laughs> hey, I you should be proud. I messaged her like a month ago, going, yeah. "Is it like the twenty second or twenty first? So quite welcome to um, come over Sunday Arvo. Come for some cake. There you go. Sunday Arvo. Sunday Arvo, buddy boy, come over. I was going to say, is there an? I, I, I don't, don't. Anyway, Sunday Arvo cake, perfect, wonderful. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Uh, and, and you're, you're going to be 20, 29, I'm a, 29. I'm a, I'm there a young we go. And boy. I'm young and boy. <laughs> My beard's older than you though. So who knows? <laughs> you can't, hey, look, there's a bit of growth there. Uh, so. All right, let's, let's get around to some news. Yeah, why not? It's been 40 minutes of bullshit. That's great. This, this yeah. is what this show's about. This is, uh, this is great. Uh, Waffle House, you you know about Waffle House, right? Yep, it's a pancake place in America, Waffle House. Yep, Waffle House is releasing its first official beer, and it smells just like bacon. Fantastic. I'm in for that. I'll try that. We should put that on the list of beers to drink for our Phillip Island. Phillip Island's going to be real fucked. (laughs) Oh, Phillip Island's going to be amazing. What do we do? Why don't we combine the beer tasting Mm -hmm. with the chess? (laughs) Chess. Ah. <laughs> this is why I'm this here. <laughs> I have all the good ideas. <laughs> this you can learn bad. a thing or two from your you know, your younger counterpart here. Fuck. Oh well, you know you're young, you're fresh, you've got new ideas. You're not stagnant. You're innovative. All the all these buzzwords. <laughs> I'm I'm really turned on, Kieran. This this is how I this is how I get that uh, chub going. Finance. Tax. Oh, am I getting your hard touch? Baby oh, boy. Don't make me put my mask on. <laughs> <laughs> Tax season. Um, Waffle House is releasing their first beer. After 60 years in the business, they are now serving a beer that tastes like bacon. The new brew will be called Bacon and Kegs. Nice. Uh, That's a great name. Yeah. It's a great oh, name. No, it's, it's bacon-infused red ale. Oof. It's not enough red um, ales. It really isn't enough red ale. I don't know what they do to make red ales always taste great, but I've never had a red ale that I didn't like. It's got a yeah. I I I agree. Um, I'm I'm trying to think. I don't know the last time I actually had a red ale. It would. It always has. The last red ale I had was definitely a, um, at uh, Mrs. Palmer's. Oh, actually, no. There was one when we when we were playing a gig up at Heathcote that had a red ale for a bit, but I don't think it was there when we came. You came up for the Oktoberfest show, right? Yeah, but I think, I think they it would have been would have, would have been Miss would have been Mrs. Palmer's. Mm. What do you have for us, Titch? What a happy! Oh, I've got so much fun news. I was really happy with Ooh. myself this week. Do you want to hear about the Pope? What the Pope's been doing, or what? Uh, yeah, or how little women know. Your choice. Oh, oh, let's do both. Let's do both? Or which one do you want me to start with? I'll start with the Pope. All right. So Pope Francis, uh, he has an Instagram. 
Did you know that? No way. Yeah, he does. You should follow him. He's got like uh, 7.2 or 72 million followers, something stupid like that. Um, he's got an account. Very exciting. Very I feel exciting. like very modern. I time. feel like you know every Catholic person should you know be on the gram now following him. Why not? Why not? They I'm should be advertising this at church. You know, at your wedding, right? Oh no, you're not getting married in the Catholic church. No, but at the no Catholic church. church, you know, QR I'll codes. Non- I'll get my nonna on the gram. No, she, you know, she's already on the Facebook. She's quality on the oh, Facebook. Oh. I'll tell you that much. She just likes everything. <laughs> it's great. I fucking love it. I love my London. Uh, so Pope Francis is on that, and his account has been caught liking a model's photo. <laughs> oh. So, now, does, do you reckon the Pope actually manages this? I don't... Okay, I don't know. I don't know, but... I will send you a link. Because um, it's, like, it's like Dan Andrews, right? He's not managing his Facebook post. Oh no no no! And obviously someone else at the at the Vatican there, yeah, at the Vatican there, is um is doing it on his behalf, right? That that's easy Mm. enough. But they liked a model's photo. Trump Trump is clearly tweeting himself. Oh yeah, Trump. No one's managing Trump's Twitter. He's his own man. He does. Trump does what Trump wants to do, and that's the way (laughs) it should be. I'm gonna send you a photo on uh, Messenger. Give me one second here. Of what he liked on on the gram. Uh, yeah. Now, do the kids call it the gram? I call it the yeah, yeah. The kids are on the gram, you know. Well, or do they just call it the Instagram? No, no, they call it they call it the gram. So he followed a uh, a model, Nada Grata. She has two point uh-huh. three million followers. Uh-huh. She is a um, mm-hmm. a Twitch partner, so she does Twitch. Uh, you know. Um, stuff like live streaming and stuff like that. Uh, on her website, she can make you, you can buy, you can purchase from her twerking videos and nude pictures. And uh, so here you go, Kieran. Just sending you a link right now. My computer's doing very slow. This is to a Twitter thing. You can have a look at that. And you can have a look at the picture. And then you maybe describe the picture of the uh, of the lady in the picture to us. You getting that one up? Okay. Pope Francis' Instagram account has been caught liking a model's photo. And <laughs> do you want to do you want to describe the picture to our listening audience? I'll see if I can. Right, get I'm going to describe the back. I'm going to describe the background first. Okay. There's uh, what appears to look like lockers, so it looks like it's in a school setting, right? That's like that's, a school setting. That's maybe a, maybe a gym, but probably a school setting. Uh, then there's a female. Setting. Yeah, there's a female. Could be a teacher. I think possibly a teacher. But I'm talking like a very, you know, I'm not talking like a an old teacher that's been there for a very long time. I'm talking, I'm talking, you know, a porn star teacher. Uh, you know, a porn star who's decided to become a teacher. And yes. look, she's she's wearing blonde. Um, the ass is in clear view. She's wearing a mini skirt that's not really hiding anything. No, and, you can and then, sort of see look, on screen. It's Harry. <laughs> you high can pants. really see what's it's going Harry, on. Yeah, it's Harry high pants with a mini skirt, and the mini skirt's pulled up really high. 
if that makes <laughs> sense. High pants with a mini skirt. I think the the what right. you're going uh, for is slutty, some- <laughs> slutty schoolgirl. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, let's pretend it's Halloween, and it absolutely is. It's slutty schoolgirl. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, the the ass is the primary. You know, it's the primary meat. Well, the model you know. herself has said it's officially been settled. Asses are better than tits. The Pope is a representative of God, and God has spoken. Sorry, I don't make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very, very exciting now, for all people involved. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so did the person who's managing Pope Francis's. <laughs> Instagram forget to sign out. Look, I like the fact that, <laughs> po- like you know that jo- uh, the Pope has actually done this himself, which just means he's definitely lost no fap November. Mm-hmm. Which is very mm-hmm. exciting. But let's let's learn about women. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because women are a crazy bunch. Women are a crazy crazy bunch, and when we do when when people do research on women, we find out that they're even more crazier than what we give them credit for. Millions of women, I'm my, I'm millions of women, <laughs> don't know where their own vagina is located. That's the headline. Are okay. You, are you ready for some stats? <laughs> One fourth of US women don't know where their vagina is. Forty six percent could not point out the cervix on a picture, and fifty nine percent suggested a different body part when they asked to point out the uterus. No. <laughs> so the study was done uh, by a university in, um, I think, I can't remember which, but I think the Scandinavian type country. 2,000 women from the US were surveyed. Which, did they compare it to another country? They didn't. They, these are just the stats that they oh. got. But amazing. 2,000 people. That, I mean, that's not technically representative, but it's it's getting it's that, getting there. That's a good, that's it's a, a good sample. That's a good number. Of, that's, that's a good, good 2,000 is, is a good. Okay. I've got more you know, stats. It's not a, a, I got more yeah. stats. You really sixty-three percent knew what a period actually was. Sixty-three. That's that's low. <laughs> you know, when you have yeah. when you have something once a month, you should probably know what it is. And then thirteen percent of the women described menopause as just missing a period. No. <laughs> that's. These are the stats. These are the stats. And then to, sh- to go continuing on from that train of thought that women don't know about their own reproductive organs in, 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 at all, they asked who they blamed for their lack of knowledge and mm-hmm. they blamed teachers by 36%, their own parents by 28%, and 27% of them said the public school system caused their failure of not understanding their own sexual organs. But that... That is... Uterus. I'm... Cl- um, cervix. Vagina. These are like the big three. This is like going to guys, hey, where's your, you know, your penis and your testicles and your, uh, and your taint? Like, you should be able to pick them out of a fucking lineup, like, instantly. This is just like... 
this grade sixes know this. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you know. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah. Like, let's just do the comparison. Oh, it it freaked me out when I read this. I sent it to Jess to, to go, what the hell's going on? And she's just like, yeah, like, you know, could you do it? And I'm like, yeah, I could absolutely point out. Like, if you gave me, a, like, you know, a diagram and then you had to put a post-it yeah. note with, a, with, a word, with the words on it, put it on the female body, I would absolutely know how to do that. Like That is just, that is just mind-blowing. That they that they are stats. They're real. They're real stats. I'll send you the article. You can have a read. I'm sure they've got a link to the actual study itself. But these are the stats that they pulled out in the article. Yeah. Oh, I want to read the study. I I'm I'm uh, you know I've got to do more research, so I could maybe do that next year. That'd be great. Oh, that would be. I, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I read through it. And I'm like, that's just insane. That's like, you know, look. I understand. Like maybe you blame you're blaming teachers. Okay, that's fine. Or maybe you're blaming public schools. I mean, like, you know, 70% were blaming public schools, give or take. Mm. But then, like, you know, didn't you, I'm sure you did, you had that discussion with your parents about what bits are and about sex in general. They sort of give you a brief description or maybe they showed you a picture or something like that and they go, hey, I know I did that with my parents. My parents were pretty open about this sort of stuff all the time. But to have no interconnectivity, to have such a disconnect between these, wow. like no, these stats. Uh, like I said, the the, the the big one for me was fifty nine percent couldn't point out where the uterus is, and that's like, like where you know yeah. the whole sexual process. That's where the baby is incubated for nine months, and they didn't even know where that part was. Oh my god! No. They w- they won't even know where the tubes are. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, Put you out your fallopian tubes in your and tubes. your uh, uh, your egg sac. Is it the egg sac? Or that got a special name? I can't remember now. But uh, you know, your fallopian look, tubes help. In, in your um, health and human development. We learn all about that in grade eleven and twelve. Yeah, yeah uh, what's it called? Uh, oh, I do know what they're called, and now I can't remember. My mind's mind has gone completely blank. But I'll think of it. About it. I'll think about it like tonight at. Uh, so, so ovaries, in the study, you know, your ovaries. Yeah, 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 there we go. Were they, were they? Because there's a difference between like, can you remember something off the top of your head versus you've got a, you've got a, like you've got a diagram and you've got the well, actual like well, words. I don't. Well, they said the, they suggested a different body part when asked about the uterus and they couldn't point out the cervix, which put to me means that they've given them a picture and they. Just okay, so, so they're saying so they're, they're giving them the cue, which is where's the cervix? Yeah. And and you should be able to point. It's yeah. not like what's this, yeah. Because like a what when I point to something, what's this? It can be a little bit harder, a bit harder, yeah. To to, to recall. Even yeah. I remember reading in this in the in the article like that fifty uh, sixty three knew what a period actually was, but they gave them four answers. And it's the same for the menopause thing. They gave them four answers to choose from, and still, yeah. like that should be a ninety to ninety nine percent. I select, you know, what is menopause? You should know. What, where, you know, what is, um, you know, what is a period? Like, I want to I wanna, I wanna know, know if that. they think they can still have a baby after menopause. Yeah, that, that's pretty scary, isn't it? Like, that's, that's just... Well, I guess, you know, if you freeze an egg and then, you know, potentially, but that's such a minute, like, outlier. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, talking talking about schools. 
Um, school ask parents to stop throwing late students over closed gate. <laughs> an oh, elementary school in France never stopped. put up a pair never of posters out, outside their fence with an unusual request for parents. Don't throw late students over the closed gate. No, do, definitely do that. Definitely do that. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, the, te- the text on the sign asks parents not to throw the children and instead wait for the gates to be opened again at 10 a.m. or 3 p.m. Amazing. You can't make this sort of um, stuff up. Like it's one of those things where you just go, I want, I need, I, like, you know, people are actually doing, this is like when you see those signs, like don't shit on the floor or, you know, uh, like all those little signs like that, or don't bring your kangaroo into the, into the kitchen. It's like all those little signs you go, someone obviously fucking did this and they, they needed a sign now. To pr- try and prevent people to, from doing exactly like very oh, it's oh. all those really specific things. Well, I mean, it also raises the question, you know, if you are the parent, do you have the right to throw your kid over a fence? I I, I think you do, because <laughs> as soon as they're over the fence, it's the school's fault problem. <laughs> <laughs> my school, my child was injured on school grounds. Sue time. Yeah. Uh, I gotta admit, there's nothing better than dragging a screaming kid into the classroom and like your problem. I'm leaving. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing oh. better than that. Yeah. That is that is one of the joys of life. Uh, have you um, have you watched the latest or the new Borat film? I have. You have. Okay. Uh, I haven't watched it, and I'm not really that interested mm-hmm. in watching it. But I did read this article. Um, and I, I thought think you got to was... watch it. Sorry, I think I think you got to watch it. Okay, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Okay, my expectations were for pretty low. Uh, were pretty low because I'm like, ah, uh, how could you do this again? People yeah. would know who you are. Well, anyway, yeah. I found this article, and it for me, I think encapsulates why I haven't watched it yet. But this is actually mm-hmm. the funniest article I've read in a very long time. And kudos to the, the person who wrote this. Let me just get his name. Liel Libovitz. He wrote this article. And I'm just going to read a part of it. Yep. Because it is the funniest mm-hmm. thing I've read in a while. The funniest moment in Sasha Baron Cohen's new movie, Borat's subsequent movie film, came about halfway into the uproarious mockumentary when he, the in, uh, in, intrepid Kazakhstan, a Kazakhstani journalist sat down for an interview with an unsuspecting Colombian university professor. Can I be changing my gender, Borat asked, cupping imaginary breasts and pretending to jiggle them. The professor, smiling smugly, launches into a long disquisition about how gender is, fluid, is a fluid construct, a spectrum, along which everyone is free to place themselves at will. Very nice, R- Borat replies. I like, so I can be black woman with big mu- big musk melons. Well, the professor replies, no, visibly uncomfortable. He explains to the Borat that race is, is, is a fixed essence, and that one cannot simply decide to identify as belonging to a different group of people than the one that was assigned to him by his DNA. Why not, Borat asked, pulling out a DNA analysis he'd done earlier in the film, 
I do this report that says I am 36% gypsy and 24% from Africa. Wowie! The professor <laughs> cringes. And then right there, the whole lunacy that's inflamed so many of our being peasants embodied in this idiotic idea that gender is literally encoded into our very cell is a fiction but race, but a demonstrably and empirically porous product of the 19th century pseudoscience is fixed is exposed, revealing to us just how far gone in loony, in loony pick-and-choose essentialism we are in our self-reclaimed intellect and moral betters. Not! Baron Cohen, of course, conducted no such interview. Instead, he unleashed his Borat film of America's real villains of a gaggle of poor, working-class dudes whose livelihoods were, not lost, to the, were lost to the pandemic. A Hollywood multi-millionaire, rising on guys earning $36,000 a year, and are struggling to survive. This is what passes for subverse comedy these days. To hear Baron Cohen tell all, these rubes had it coming. But because these rubes, you see, are racist. I think, as an article, showing the hypocrisy of the Borat character, of what it could be, and what it actually has mm-hmm. become, that, for me, inca- just encapsulates it all. It's super, so funny. The first time I read it, I lost it. I was like, this is the best article about the film you could ever write. I still think you got to watch it. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'll put it on the list. Uh, it's my birthday this week. I'll watch a film I don't want to watch. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got to watch it. You've got to watch it. Uh, I mean, full report next week, Teach. Essay okay. uh, is going to be needed. You're going to have to hand that in. Uh, I just want to hand in what that guy wrote. I know it's plagiarism, but it's so right. <laughs> It's so good. But can you imagine, though, he walk in, very nice, black woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. I, I oh. So good. Um, I, I, I love that he just, there's a, there's a thing where, there's a part in the movie where his daughter has eaten, um, like, a baby, like a plastic baby. Okay. And they're one of those like Christian, no, we don't believe in abortions. Yeah. And he's like, but I want to get the baby out. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just hilarious. Uh, I just, I look, I just think it's great how he pokes at those different things. You need to. I don't, very, you, very funny. You need to be able to laugh. Like we've talked about this before, but you need to be able to laugh at those sort of things and push the mm. boundaries and not, you know, but this is the same guy that was coming out saying that we need to stop like guys like Alex Jones on the radio and got you know and other people yeah and that sort of thing and it's like well you know without without the ability to do that your job is out like there's no point of mm-hmm. you know because you would not be able to do characters like borat or um the the, you know, the movie the dictator that he did or ali g back in the day because people would get offended or people with this it's unsafe it's unsavory but that's the that's the point and you know whether you consider alex jones news or not that's up to interpretation because I just see him as possibly the most entertaining <laughs> yeah. person on, in the history. I, he's, he's done twenty five years of. He is so entertaining. And do you know what? Do you know what the thing about Alex Jones is? And the more I'm learning about him, you see how I bought it back. How some of see how I bought how it back some of the his, start of the yeah, episode. Yeah, this is yeah, professional yeah. level of comedy right here. Uh, is just how he's made some of these amazing predictions. Yeah. And they're like true. You know what? Like you know, what? if you had a spectrum of all his predictions, 
Look, yeah. some of them are completely wrong, like the whole like Sandy Hook bullshit and all that sort of stuff. Whatever, that's fine. But on the other hand, one hundred percent right. <laughs> like you can't, you know. I, I saw even a breakdown when he was saying like the 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 chemicals are turning the frogs gay. Well, yeah, it was for making a percentage of them andron, like you know, have sort of both parts and not work properly. So not that they were really turning gay, but. It's that exaggeration that catches your eye. If someone says, oh, there's some chemicals in the water that has some minor effect to frogs that could turn them into asexual and not want to reproduce with the, the female, you go, who cares? But if someone comes on the show and goes, they're the turning the frogs gay, that's when you go, that's that's what I want, you know? I, I, my dad and I talk about, like, I'm sure you're, I'm sure all guys, all guys talk like this. They talk like big, giant things. That is so uh-huh. outrageous. And I'm sure you do it with your dad. Like, I was talking to my dad when we went over for dinner last week. And we're doing these big generalizations that are almost comedic in value. And my brother's friend, who's not his uh, girlfriend, but his friend that's a girl, was over. I'm just like, yeah, but that's... <laughs> but, no, but, but that's wrong. Like, you know... And I'm like, yeah, I know it's wrong. But it's, it's, it's the, the messages that we're conveying to each other in those big generalization b- bullshitty type statements that's what makes it funny and that's what makes it that's fun that's what makes it that's what makes it very funny it's very funny you know yeah you can't yeah. Do it. i think i was trying to explain this to alice once ah uh, nurse on call nurse on call you know we mm. were talking and i said okay let me tell you this okay if i say most women can't read a map you go, she goes, yeah, but, uh, you know, oh, yeah, well, I could read a map. And I go, well, now it's not funny because every girl in the audience is just going to think that she's the one, oh, I can do it, so it's okay. But if I go, oh, no, all women can't read maps, and every, all the women in the audience get angry because they think they're the special mm-hmm. one, and all the guys just go, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> and suddenly you have a joke. But if you just said, you know, oh, yeah, oh. Like seven, like you know, seventy <laughs> percent of women are bad at reading maps. You know, my my it favorite, work. my favorite, my favorite joke <laughs> was uh, I think it was uh, I can't remember the comedian, but he went over to the troops in like the Iraqi War. You know, so it's mainly there's like what a million American troops and like thirty thousand Australians. Yeah, something like that. And, and he gets up on he gets up on stage, you know, to entertain the troops, and he's like. I'd like to. I'd like to thank you, all, thank all the Americans for supporting Australia's war on terror. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is that is hilarious. First joke opening, and he's lost the Americans, and the Australians are in. One hundred percent in. One hundred percent in. You know, you know, it's it's the you know the intent was always to make things. It's like watching Jimmy Carr. Like his jokes are very. Yeah. They're outrageous, but that's why they're funny. Because if they weren't outrageous, they would just be mundane situations, you know. And no, there's never been a time in history where a sitcom situation was real or real enough to be like that. That was you know. There's just no way in hell. There's just no way. Like it's meant to be. There's been there's some semblance of come on, reality. George George from Seinfeld is pretty real for some people. Uh, absolutely, but to have a consistent <laughs> life. That insane the whole time. Like, you know, no one is Kramer. Apart from you, nobody is Kramer. <laughs> yes. 
Am I? Oh, that's awesome. I'll I'll take Kramer. I'm definitely the cherry that. in this situation. <laughs> hey, go get Elaine. Oh, she's busy with she's busy with uh, with Dwee's. I think that's I think that's enough. We've been gone for oh geez now and now it's pretty good. Anyway, Kieran, thank you so much for it. Despite the fact that you came late, pulled off a good show. I like to think anyway. Thank you. No worries. Thank you. And uh, if you would like to send us some hate mail, a death threat, or a rant, record it on your phone and send it to we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, the Gram, also known as the Instagram. Um, where else can they find us, Church? Uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. There you go. And we will see you. Oh, and, and if you've got a if you've got a rant, did I say that part? Yeah, we can say it again. R- record it on your phone. Oh, I think I said the death threat part. Yeah. But if you've got a rant, record it on your phone. Uh please send us a rant. Absolutely. We would like to we'd like to send out some rants Absolutely. on this podcast. Absolutely. Uh, send it to we only do one tech podcast at gmail.com and we will see you next Thursday. Nearly got the timing right.